Wise April men say <laughs> only April fools rush in. Hey everybody, I'm Sam Proof from samproof.tv. And I'm Art Martinez Chubble from friendsofthetable.net. And this is Kickin, the original crowdfunding show. Catch us live Tuesdays, most of the time, uh, now on Facebook.com slash Show, And you can find the audio podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and everywhere podcasts are available. Today on the show, my other sentence got erased and replaced, but we are going to be taking a look at some crazy, possibly prank, April Fool-related uh, Kickstarter campaigns in honor of uh, April 1st. But first... This week, in the world of crowdfunding, funding, crowdfunding, Superscreen is a $99 device that wirelessly turns your phone into a 10.1-inch tablet. It has passed the $1 million mark, unlocking a neoprene carry case uh, to its 9,000-plus backers with a... Oh, I think they're done by now from when I wrote this. Um, but they were uh, on on the way to unlocking a $1.5 million, million stretch goal, which is an upgraded battery promising 15 hours of life, assuming your phone can handle that. If you want a more portable solution with twice the screens, I extends your battery and puts a second screen in the back of your phone, giving you access to some of the most used features of your iPhone and upgrading storage up to 256 gigabytes, uh, additional SIM slots, an IR blaster, and wireless charging. And who isn't sitting around with their phone being like, I can't blast any IRs. IRs. I'm so many IRs. What's happening? Yeah, it basically turns your iPhone into like an Android device in a lot of ways. Mm. Uh, so best of both worlds. I don't under I don't know. I'm not going to comment on it. The second screen makes me think like, oh, good, twice as many things for me to fumble and mess up. Um, yeah, now uh, when you drop it, you don't have a side you're hoping it hits anymore. Yeah, now everything cracks. Um, all right, and featured uh, last week on our uh, previous episode, Rising Sun continues to reveal new stretch goals as it passes the $3 million mark, um, unlocking... The Gorgumon, uh, the Gorgomo, a monster figure of what appears to be a geisha riding a giant spider horse. And they've added a new stretch goal for 3.3 million. It's a new cami named Fujin. So, uh, they apparently, when we did it, they had only the, the, uh, the Gorguma. I can't say it, but now they keep unlocking new ones. So oh, I guess well. they've got this figured out. Maybe those scrappy little people at Cool Mini or not are finally going to make it in this game. I guess. They've got their, uh, they finally figured out how Kickstarter works. Yeah. Whew, thank God. <laughs> All right. Well, I have my orders reversed. Up first, it's time for a little Rhapsody of Fools. He's just a little fool. Some things I don't know they were, seriously. Um... <laughs> I'm just a poor fool. Nobody loves me. There you He's go. Just He's poor just a poor fool from a poor fooly family. <laughs> so many planes passing over my house. Great. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you even watch the video for this one? I, I did I, not. I didn't. I couldn't even get past the thumbnail of the laughing, screaming, crying clown people. Um, the Rhapsody of Fools is... Uh, <laughs> Clowns on a stick, 
creating a new show to go along with Cinnabar's theater production of uh, the opera. Uh, I'm going to mess this up. Uh, Palicia? Is that it? Pal- it's the famous clown Pagliacci. opera. Pagliacci. Pagliacci. I don't Italian well. <laughs> it, I... It's one of those Pagliacci. ones. That, Pagliacci. Pagliacci. Like, uh, like you're uh, ordering something at a uh, angry Italian place. What a Pagliacci! Hey. Hey yo. Got a Pagliacci uh, over here. This is uh, this is one of the campaigns that I wish was a prank, um, <laughs> but apparently is is in earnest. Uh, they've got 23 days to go. They're trying to raise six thousand dollars. They've raised less than 600 so far. Uh, it's, it's probably not going to happen for them. But, I mean, uh, the really weird thing about this is that they're in uh, they're in Petaluma, California. Sure, everyone famous Petaluma, California, which is a, which is a small town in Sonoma, is a small city in Sonoma County, California. The theatrical like, hub of Sonoma. No. Who knows? It's it's a town of less than sixty thousand people. Yeah, and they have a clowning theater company. Like I, it's very niche. <laughs> so, putting aside that they can't seem to raise this money for this production, like right. how have they? What have they been doing so? How did they? What's what's keeping them in business from from their genesis until now? Honestly. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they've done other stuff, but uh, I mean, who knows? Like, maybe they just always do Bagliacci. Is the plane so loud coming over to you? <laughs> anyway, it's not coming through at all. So, oh well, great. I'll just keep pointing out random things. Oh my god, that dog barking! No, um, <laughs> who has chickens? Uh, it's so loud on my end, but okay, great. Uh, hopefully I'll, I'll have the foresight to cut all of this part out. Um, <laughs> no, I think our audience is really here for the Sam rants and raves and noises they can't hear portion of the show. Get those kids off my lawn! Uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, I mean... You gotta, you gotta raise funds. You gotta raise funds. So I guess you try to do the Kickstarter, but uh, they've made the cardinal error of there are no images. They, they, I mean, uh, thankfully they actually made a video. Uh, <laughs> gonna play it right now for the first time. I was not inspired to do that earlier, and I'm not sure I'm gonna let it play very long. Whoa, it's loud. All right, I'm going to play it, too. I hope my system sounds aren't coming through on here. That was not what I expected. (laughs) So loud. And then it goes to, like, some moderately weird, echoey uh, Room Tony footage from the theater. Of them, like, rehearsing. Yeah. They're not even talking about the Kickstarter. This is just what they do. Is it a mime show? I thought it was an opera. I mean, I don't think you sing full-on in your opera voice at rehearsal. But he's not singing at all. At all. I'm skipping, I'm yeah, skipping maybe they're going to do it off okay. playback? Right. All right. Maybe this guy just doesn't talk. Okay. I wish we could show this, but I also don't. I oh, my think God. This is going to go for five more minutes? Yeah, I'm not going to play the whole thing out. All right. So within the first minute, they don't address that they're doing a Kickstarter at all, wait, wait. Uh, which is... 
bad form. I'm sorry. I've skipped I've skipped ahead to the 2 minute mark and you do get to see him lip-syncing opera performance. Okay. I got to the point where he's doing what looks like calisthenics. Oh, oh, okay. 152. Oh yeah, yeah, he's like dubbing, he's lip-syncing it. Right, right, right. Okay. All right, that got weird. Cow ears. Okay, that it's all very weird and unaddressed. Um, yeah, they've made no updates. They've gotten no comments, which is not shocking considering the ten backers are probably all the performers. Uh, this is yeah. probably how they pay their dues. Uh, what exactly are the perks on this? Let's see. We got for twenty-five. There, there is no. Um, wow, they've missed so many sort of cardinal rules of creating a Kickstarter. The minimum yeah. pledge is not a single dollar. It is a $10 mark. No, it's 25 Though there is a there is a make a pledge without reward for $10 thing that shows up. Oh, uh, well, you can make uh, that any number. You can just make that. Can be, that can be I one. I mean, yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah, but just traditionally, you're supposed to make that one to encourage people to just donate something. Um because I'm not just going to throw away $10 for nothing. Sure. Uh, yeah, so the, the base pledge is 25 for a regular old fool uh, where you get your very own red nose to wear around the house. Uh, there you go. That's $10 rubber nose, possibly foam. And then it jumps to, uh, to 50 You get a drink and a brownie at any performance. It doesn't include a ticket. Apparently. No, you gotta buy a ticket, and then once you're in there, you can have you your $50, $50 drink, and drink and brownie. Uh, 75 is a rubber chicken. I almost wish they had just stayed on theme with just, you know, comedy props. That almost would be better. 125 You mentioned it's a signed rubber chicken. I think that's very important. Oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, and then at 25 you get a, uh, a photo, a signed photo of the clowns. Two hundred, two tickets, and yeah. then it goes. There's actually a few more after that. Um, <clears throat> for three hundred, you get a weekend workshop from their clowning instructor. What's what's the very last one? Oh, it's it's the cream <laughs> of the crop. It's the thing I always point out that I hate the most. One thousand dollars, the worst pledge perk you could ever create. For a thousand dollars, you get to have dinner with uh with the with the uh, Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Dinner for four. Oh, so it's not actually with them. It's just at the play. You actually get four tickets, and you get dinner. Yeah, uh, at 7.50, they'll make you dinner. A lot of these perks seem like um, they're they're skipping the wrong margins. Like, they're jumping jumping back. Uh, And, like, it seems like at the first level where they're giving you things, it should include all the previous perks, but it does not imply that at any point. So it's it's pretty weird. Yeah. Like, I think at, you know, rubber chicken level, no, even more so at the $125 level, give me the rubber chicken in the nose and the drink in the brownie. Like, (laughs) how come I'm just getting a, a $5 photo in a frame? Yeah, honestly, the rubber chicken is probably a more... They're probably spending more on that signed rubber chicken than they are on the signed photo. Especially to mail it, too. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's all over the place on this. So, uh... I, yeah. I've, I've lost everything. I just saw that they used the word yucksterism in there, and I went totally into a black hole of, like, 
I'm done. I'm just done with this. Well, sorry to Rhapsody of Fools. Uh, this is actually their third. This is interesting. It is their third campaign that they've created. What do you think? The other two, uh, funded or plummet? Um, huh. but they're back, right? I, I right? think they I had to have some kind of success. Once. Yeah. I'm All checking. Right. First one. Yeah, we're going to take a look. Ugh, doesn't want to do pop ups. First one's called To Bury a Cat. To Bury a Cat. The second one, Tasty Bites. Bury a Cat seems like it funded. Interesting. Was their goal around the same level? They both they raised about four thousand dollars both times. Okay, all right, interesting. And then this time they were like, "We're raising the bar." Yeah, and they did not. <laughs> Oof. I don't know. Maybe they have a lot of rich clown patrons, and this is just gonna kick into high gear at some point. Yeah, I mean, I guess twenty three days to go. We'll we'll see who can fill those really big shoes with cash. Well, next up, here's a campaign that is going nowhere. Heyo. Heyo, and uh, is actually uh, set to open up April 1st. It is a comic book shop called Nowhere. Um, K-N-O-W. Yes, yeah, which is full of its own yucksterisms. This one is uh, probably by the time the audio goes up, we'll we'll be in the the wee hours. Uh, They're actually successful. They also only wanted $100. I don't know who can open a comic book shop for $100, but uh, there you go. Aim aim low. Set that bar way down. I mean, uh, he, he I have a theory it. about this. Sure. Which is that they they had the money to open their comic book store. This is like their attempt to build yes. some hype for their store. Definitely. They've clearly, you know, uh, already started construction and, and setting it up. You can... In the campaign video, which I did watch, they take you into the uh, the lot that they're building up, and uh, the daughters of the proprietor walk around in epic Valley Girl fashion, being like, "So, like, um, you could totally put like comic books here, <laughs> like over here, you could do like coffee, and it's it it's a little funny, and at the same time, there's a part of me that's like." Oh, dear God, don't let Betty and Iris ever be like this. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I think this campaign is adorable. I, it I, is. I know I can be a little curmudgeonly on uh, sure. on these campaigns, but, like, these these cute little nerds are opening their little store, and they're going to they're gonna lose so much money doing uh, this. Comic book shops are a terrible investment. Yeah. Um, but I have to think in, you know, Post Falls, Idaho, it's relatively cheap to rent space compared to, like, down here in Los Angeles where, you know, you pick the wrong block, they raise the lease in a year, and you're screwed. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah, I guess that's uh, right. The rents are lower, and the retail prices of the items are the same. So all you have to do is sell fewer to your your to fewer people, but... I, I hope they know their market in, in post falls. Yeah, I would also hope that you know they're really gonna push um, you know uh, internet sales. <laughs> this yeah. looks like a huge space. I would definitely, if I was ever ever inclined to go to Idaho for any reason, I would love to check it out because it definitely looks cool. Um, you know, I think they're gonna do something interesting with it. They are gonna have like. For better or for worse, some kind of coffee bar happening there, the cafe, uh, 
you know, atmosphere, which might be a terrible idea for uh, keeping your merchandise fresh, but um, it's up to them. That's how they want to do it. Uh, they do have a pretty quirky, not going to say amazing, but a quirky uh, campaign video that goes through several costume changes before the uh, the aforementioned tour of the insides. Um, it's interesting. They got... So they've raised $375 from nine backers, which is kind of an odd number, like you would think. Yeah, well, someone pledged pledged their $100 tier. Someone pledged Immortal. Two people pledged the $50 tier. Yeah. So that's $200 right there. Um, Three people pledged $35, so that's... Okay. That's two, right. two, two fifty. Yeah. yeah, someone someone pledged a reasonable amount of money and didn't take a reward, but but they're generally fine. That's probably uh, the mom or wife. Yeah. Um, My what, favorite pledge yeah. is that for a hundred dollars, they'll let you just stay in the store all night, have your own all night game night in our store, land party, board games, role playing. Sure. Yeah. But that's not the immortal. So what was in the immortal? For the immortal, they were going to uh, name a drink after you. Uh, all right, that's not bad. You know, if if PG if uh, PGZ was flush with cash, I actually might have taken them up on that to uh, you know, create like the uh, the PGZ uh, Zomfrap or Zombachino. I don't know why I didn't go there straight away. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, although, these mugs are pretty nice looking. I don't know about being $35 nice, but I do I do appreciate their, their mugs with their uh, comic book logo guys. Yeah, if they were willing to ship, I might pledge for a mug, but they're not, and I don't think I want to go to Postal yeah. Idaho. I think that is the uh, the downfall of that. You have to be you're you're doing a Kickstarter. So far, both of our campaigns have fallen into um, the localization trap, where it's like if you're doing a Kickstarter, you're doing it because it's global, you know. Or Otherwise, it's regional. Yeah, that <laughs> I mean, if you can't be sending stuff to every state, you know fine, don't ship things out to China, that's fine. But if you can't be sending something to every state, uh, and hey, Alaska, Hawaii, whatever, you don't have to do those. But I, I think you have to go into Kickstarter with that national... I don't know. I don't know. Is shipping more expensive to Alaska and Hawaii? I would assume so. I don't... I think the the, the whole point of the U.S. Postal Service is it's relatively consistent, right? That those priority mail flat rate boxes are flat rate. Flat you put rate. anything in that, they'll... All right. All right. But yeah, uh, you got to be willing to at least ship to Hawaii then. That's all I'm saying. And possibly Mexico. Uh, <laughs> all right, you want to take this last one? April Folly. Someone wants to buy, edit, and score a 1920 silent film starring everyone's favorite silent film actress, Marion Davies. Marion Davies, come on. No? No. I, I read that off the title as well. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting. It's apparently there's a missing reel of this film. Okay. 
And so part of this is they're going to create a synopsis of the missing reel and then, like, edit it and add a score. But, like, are you super anxious to watch a movie where, like, the beginning isn't there? I mean, I'm also not super anxious to watch a movie that's in black and white. I'm sorry. I just, I've gone through those days. I was, you know, in my 20s at one point, and I'm not anymore, and I'm just not willing to, like, watch black and white or read a lot of subtitles anymore. So take that Casablanca. Yeah. Uh I you know what? I've totally turned into the cliche person that I used to be like, just sit back and watch your like action films. Fucking give me an action film. <laughs> I was I like a sci fi action film, but still I know who I am. Sure. <laughs> I'm not going to watch this. Uh they have, we should say, they are successful. Yeah. In their uh, very moderate goal of two thousand dollars, uh, film historians are a passionate and switched-on group. Yes, they I, are. I would, yes, an aging uh, group, but but a very yeah. I feel like they have not asked for enough money to do what they want to do. I don't know. It's one of those things, right? Your piece, whoever this is, is probably doing it themselves, right? So right. I guess he's if he wants to add a whole orchestral score, maybe he's under underrating yeah, what yeah he's under orchestra that. costs. Uh, yeah, I mean if unless he's doing it himself by me or something, like yeah. I got Garage Band, I can do an orchestral score on Garage Band, right? Sure. Yeah. No. No. Not. Not good. <laughs> I don't know. And I it's don't. a public domain movie, so they're just buying a print from the from the. The archives, the Library of Congress. Sure. Okay. I don't know. I hope this guy knows what he's doing, and that these these uh, eighty-seven people who have backed to get a copy of the movie. Yeah. I mean, there's only one pledge level, like one real one, one reward, which is the twenty-five dollar get a copy of the finished movie. Again, this starts at the ten dollar mark. I wonder if Kickstarter is just defaulting to that at this point. I don't know. Like, that is just Kickstarter's default. Base reward is ten dollars, but you can customize it to anything. So interesting. Yeah. Did this guy have previous campaigns? He did. So I guess he knows what he's doing. Let's take a look at this really quick. Yeah, he's he's bought, edited, scored many Marion okay. Davies movies. How crazy. Yeah, it's probably good that she's dead or she would probably want a piece of the pie. This. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least send him a cease and desist. Right. <laughs> you know, Ducks and Drakes was really a passion project for me, and uh, I just don't want you to, to change its original format. So, <laughs> the restless sex, however, go forth. Uh, interesting. Yeah. You know what? I don't think you get a movie out right now called The Restless Sex. The Restless so Sex? No. Bravo in the 1920s. Yeah, not without Tumblr having a hissy fit. No. <laughs> Twittering all about your your terrible, terrible feminist problems. I mean, I'm sure that movie's a nightmare, politics-wise. Last but not least, and we save this for last because, sadly, it has been suspended without warrant, mind you. Uh, this is the uh, this is we went out to try and find prank campaigns, and we found one. It is the prank envelope with a lovely message now suspended by Kickstarter for who knows why. Yeah, uh, I can't imagine. Is, I don't. I couldn't even. This this is literally what it says under their uh, their uh, description. Do you want to prank or pay back someone? 
back this project and we will deliver an icing sugar envelope with a lovely message to a victim. This is literally, it is an envelope with a letter and then inside the envelope is a white powdered sugar, a confection sugar. It just looks like a white powder. And they they say it's fun because the powder gets everywhere and it's a sticky mess for your victim to have to clean up. They don't address at all that it possibly might look like anthrax. Yeah. <laughs> or even that, like, that this exists. You can you can send, like, yeah. the, you can get the box full of glitter or whatever. Like, this is sure. a... You could do this on your own easily. Yeah, all you need is an envelope, a piece of paper, yeah. and a bag of sugar. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the probably the only thing that this does is come from some sort of official uh, mailbox, which you could fake anyway. Like, return address, the White House. <laughs> Nobody do that. You would probably go to a lot of very secret jails. You'd probably at least get a lot of very serious talking to from people, people, who, yeah. are, people who are mad about you. Yeah, like under uh, un- under the uh, the campaign description, the costs uh, we have costs to make this project happen: envelopes, icing sugar, yeah. stamps, two per envelope because of the weight. How heavy is this sugar, by the way? I don't think that's. I don't know. It's it's in England, so so it's uh, it's uh no. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right because the next one is A4 paper, which is very. English, uh, cartridge ink for printing, and then our time. So they're not even going out to like a professional printer for this. They're just doing this at home off whatever printer they have. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's out. The best part is their sample letter, which just says like payback in really big letters. Then below yeah. it's like, hey, John, this is my revenge on the car prank you've done to me. Ha ha. I still love you, mate, Ryan. And that's one very English and kind of bad grammar. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not sarcastic enough for my liking whatsoever. It should be like, ha ha, clean this up, jerk. Yeah. P.S. Your mom. <laughs> but they only um, wanted 49 pounds, and uh, they, they must have canceled some of the pledges when they got suspended because they had more money than this when I looked the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, they're almost there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're down to nine. Huh. Crazy. Um, yeah, super weird. And I'm guessing they won't be back <laughs> to to finish this. No. Sad but they should just, like, they should start a website, honestly. Like, if you want to do this, just do it. Yeah. I mean, 49 pounds, you don't even need. Just, yeah, you just make a free WordPress Throw in a WooCommerce thing, of even PayPal. I wonder if you could just Etsy this. Then Etsy <laughs> takes a percentage. Um, but the other element was they didn't even really seem to imply that they had pre-formatted text. They ask you what text you want on it. Well, you of know. course, you want a custom sure. sugar bomb But at least letter. have some, uh, you know, have some templates, I guess, of like, maybe you want to say this. I don't know. Uh, well, we're, we're sorry to uh, the prank envelope team. Wow, yeah. there's a whole team that will just never, never see this thing to uh, to fruition. <laughs> yeah, I gotta pour one out for the for the pranksters. <laughs> I'm kind of sad that this was it on like actual 
prank campaigns. I couldn't couldn't find any other prank campaigns. It seems like this would be a great time of year to like put some of these out. Uh, what do you think would be a good prank Kickstarter campaign? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I would say that uh, you know, like that uh, that potato salad campaign was in itself originally a prank that went horribly awry, and he made a lot of money by accident. Sure. Um, but you can never really do that again. Many have tried, and I don't think anyone has succeeded. Yeah, people uh, tried basically every condiment. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's tricky because I do think there's something to like sending someone something, but then you're like you're paying to ship something that's that you're that's worthless, right? And that's right. Yeah, I mean, what is the the Kickstarter equivalent of the whoopee cushion? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I want a team of I want an app. It's got to be an app because it's on Kickstarter, sure. where you there's just there's just teams of people round the clock filling their faces with with just like beans and fish, <laughs> and you like type in your the address you want them to go to and the person you want to talk to, and there's gonna there's gonna fart right in that person's face. So like Uber for flash mobs, but like fart mobs. Yeah, Uber for. For farting on people. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure I can top that. That is pretty horrific. Yeah, I mean, Uh, anything. Yeah. I think the other one is a minimalist wallet that just explodes. Just. um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hate those campaigns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good, too. Uh, Oh, here's a good one. Uh, It's a subscription box, and then it could be called something cool like you know, the Gadgetron monthly, and then the box is just a subscription box of boxes. So you open Mm -hmm. the box, and there's just like, what are those Russian dolls, nesting dolls? It's just a box of nesting boxes. Are any of those like nice boxes? Is there like a cool-looking box in there? No, no, I don't want want any kind of like, I mean, I got, but this is a very nice box, though. Yeah, all right, fine, it can be nice boxes, sure. I feel like that unpranks the prank, though. Sure. If it becomes useful in any way. <laughs> Maybe 20 boxes in, there's just, like, an M&M. <laughs> in a very wow. tiny single M&M box. I'm glad I followed through on this. <laughs> that box would be so heavy with all that cardboard going on, I have to imagine. Uh... All right. Do we have anything planned for the next show yet? I don't think we have a a theme on this one yet. I thought we did. I thought we had one more theme. Well, we've got... No, we've got our 50th coming up, but that's not for a few weeks. Next episode is 47. Um, Episode classic. Episode classic. Uh, Is there anything special next week? No, I don't think so. Um, Oh, you know what? Yes. Episode 47 is our Passover episode. Kickstarter campaigns you just can't pass over. So we're going right. to find the best things that we cannot talk shit about because they are so good. So basically, three acts of Rising Sun. <laughs> Rising Sun will be over by then. That's true. That's a shame. Well, hopefully they've got their shit together and Cool Mini or Not will have launched something else. <laughs> Possibly AEG, who also just ended a giant campaign. 
who's the third? Fantasy Flight? Do they do Kickstarters? No. Uh, Pandasaurus is doing that other game. Oh, they're already doing one, yeah. That'll be done, I think. But there's another company that, that does really big box games on, on Kickstarter. It's not one of those ones we've mentioned, I think. I don't know. I'd have to look at your game shelf. My game shelf is not Kickstarter stuff. Oh, Level 99 does a lot of big, yeah. big box Kickstarter games, but I think right. it doesn't matter. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, we got to find three amazing campaigns. If you have any you want to suggest, hit us up in the comments on the Facebook or on Twitter at uh, Kickin Show. And uh, where's where's that outro text? <laughs> I don't think I copied it over. Oh, oh, I did not. Oh, my gosh. Whatever shall we do? Uh, all right. <clears throat> well, thank you for listening to us or watching us on Facebook.com, where I think we're going to be doing these from now on. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, this, this, as long as this keeps working, it's great. Yeah, we had one weird bobble yesterday when we tried to do it officially, but eh, this seems to work pretty good. Um, so, yeah. You can, from now until who knows when, watch us at facebook.com slash Show Tuesdays at uh, 10 a.m. I think that's our goal, uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, and find the audio podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and anywhere podcasts are available. As always, I'm Sam Proof. And I'm Art Martinez-Tebel. Thanks for watching. Or listening. Or listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.